Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, let's turn our eyes to farming news. Mairead Lavery, formerly of the Farmers Journal, is on the line now. Hello, Mairead. How are you? Good afternoon to you. I hope the sun is shining because it isn't shining on me. No, I'm afraid it's raining. But look, it's good for the plants uh, and it might take some of that, that, that dead heat yeah, out of well, the air. Yeah, well, down this side of the country in the southwest for the last week now, we, we haven't had really warm weather. You know, you'd be tempted to put on the heat. And I mean, that's outrageous in June. Outrageous. It raining. Yeah, it might not be raining, but it's so overcast and so dull. It's just miserable. You just long for a bit of sunshine. Well, sun course, is your wor- is your first topic. And you are yes. worried about farmers that might forget their SPF when they head out. Yeah, well, look, we all know about the farmer's tan, um, you know, which is kind of a great big redneck and red arms up as far as the, 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 the their sleeves come down. And um, but skin cancer is a huge problem and it's a big problem in Ireland. It's our most common cancer. 13,000 cases diagnosed every single year. And that number has doubled in 10 years. Now, farmers are inclined to be a bit of bravo and probably builders and other people who are walking outside or outdoors. When the sun shines, even if it's through, you know, heavy cloud, they really need to take protection. And there's the five S's, the slip-on clothing that covers your skin, slop-on sunscreen, slap-on a wide-brimmed hat, seek shade and slide on the sunglasses. So to remember <laughs> to do the five S's and to help prevent your, your chances of getting, um, you know, a skin cancer. And people, you, like a lot of people live by themselves and they don't necessarily have someone that can have a good look at their back or their neck to see is there any little thing that's maybe changing colour or mole looking a bit different. So, you know, I don't know what you do about that, but um, yeah. if you're in a partnership, you know, check each other out and make sure that nothing, I, for instance, I have a little mole on my the top of my hand and um, my, my sisters in particular and my husband, they're always having a look at it and my kids, is that getting any darker in colour? Now, I, I, I've never had it checked out, but it hasn't changed colour. But if you have a mole or a freckle or something that's looking a little bit denser or a little bit different, get it checked out. Yeah, I was only reading an interview there recently with Michael Flatley, who spoke about years ago giving Mm. a really quick interview on MTV and somebody contacted the station and said you should get that mark on your face checked out. And when he did, the doctor said in a couple of weeks time, I wouldn't have been able to help you. So, yes, your five S's, I love it, but just keep SPF in there. Let's move on to a sheep that seems to be back from beyond. (laughs) Well, now, wouldn't you think in Ireland we'd know what we were talking about when it comes to sheep and we'd be able to find most of the breeds that exist? But anyway, there was a particular type of sheep called a tlador, um, and it was very much part, part and parcel of the landscape of North Connemara. And it had the twin, well, it wasn't so much a meaty sheep, it was more uh, grown or left there for its fleece, uh, bred for its fleece, because it had long wool. And it was very good in pre-famine times, um, because, you know, the wool really mattered. But after the famine, a lot of new breeds came in, British breeds, like I presume like the Suffolk and the, you know, well, mainly the Suffolk, I suppose, and the Cheviots, those kind of sheep. 
And they began to take over the ground that these cladar sheep used to have. And because they weren't really much use for meat and I suppose the, the cotton industry had really taken off in the UK, um, they weren't being kept for their wool anymore. So nobody placed much of a seam on them. And, you know, uh, gradually over time, they kept moving further and further west and they were basically a seashore animal eating a lot of um, seaweed. That was mainly their diet. So by 19, about 1995, they, they thought that they were more or less extinct, that there might be a couple knocking around. But this particular native breed had gone and gone for good. But then a few years back, uh, um, Sean Cadden, who's a retired Chagask advisor, and Tom King, a farmer from Westport, got on the trail of these sheep and wanted to find out were there any left at all. And so they, you know, the sheep have a very distinct look. They're small and they're kind of bony and they assembled a flock and it was bought by the National Parks and Wildlife Service back in 2019 and last year as well. And when they did a DNA examination of the sheep, lo and behold, 56 of the 65 sheep that they had been assembled are the distinct breed, the Tlador. Well, I'm I glad mean, to hear DNA sampling was needed because to me, a sheep is a sheep. I didn't even know there oh, were all so kinds different. of different breeds. You badly need to go to a, well, no, they're not held this summer, the lovely county shows where there's sheep or even go to a sheep mart and you'll see all the different types. But the DNA was used. 56 to 65 were uh, were considered were you know, the, the, a distinct breed, the Tlador. So the National Parks and Wildlife Service have now established this sheep conversa- conservation project. And what they're going to try and do is regenerate flocks, um, you know, into different breeding groups so that, you know, you'd be able to breed further in down the line rather than keeping them all as one group. Good stuff. Go on, the Cladour. And I love that in a nod to the breed's past, fleeces are going to be shorn from the sheep and used to make wool for local craft spinners and weavers. They're looking for farmers to volunteer to take on these sheep and to see, like, maybe, maybe they'd still need a seaweed diet. Maybe they'll eat grass perfectly happy. But anyway, it's to grow the numbers. But who would have thought a breed that was very popular before the famine, particularly for its wool, thought to have been extinct, actually turns up in West Connemara and is now being, you know, the National Parks and Wildlife Service have taken it in hand Lovely. and want to grow the numbers. Yes, good to hear of extinction turning itself around. Now tell me a little bit about you and Jeremy Clarkson then. <laughs> Well, Jeremy Clarkson, everybody loves Jeremy. Well, I suppose not everybody, but a lot of people love him. And he's an absolute natural on television. So it turns out he has this 1,000-acre farm above, in the, well, in the Cotswolds, which is a really nice part of the UK. And um, anyway, he's gone farming. And he's made the, the he's, it's a, I think it's an eight-part series um, called Clarkson's Farm. And it's on Amazon Prime. And it is absolutely brilliant and it will have you laughing now the thing about this is this is a, a program it goes on for an hour and it it absolutely hits the mark when it comes to real farmers i mean they know what he's going through they know what's happening but it will leave non-farmers wondering why anyone would want to farm why anyone would take on the pressure and the heartache and the trouble that he's come up with but he has episodes and their names are like sheeping tractoring pandemicking <laughs> or panicking really and um it is so funny um and you know what who's what's really emerged from it is this young fella he's only i think about 21 caleb cooper 
and he's come in to help Germany um, learn how to drive a tractor, learn how to sow barley and wheat and different crops and, and do stuff. And Caleb is all the time chastising Jeremy Clarkson. And it's so funny. And this young fella freely admits he's never read a book and he's never gone out of the three kind of parishes that surround where this farm is. And he has no interest in going anywhere. This is his life, this farming life. And there's another guy in it who's um who's a stonewall builder. And you couldn't understand the word he says. But it's a really, really funny show. And... um. I'd, I'd, if anyone is looking, you know, a bad evening and they want something to cheer themselves up with, um, Clarkson's Farm on Amazon Prime, highly recommend it. And I suppose we all have this, us from the non-farming community have this romantic view, uh, especially like in the Cotswolds and a bit later in life that you yeah. just tend to your fields yeah. and head out in your tractor. And he's <laughs> showing it for the, the hard work and heartache that it the truly is. And the, the implications of the weather. I mean, you know, he gets totally caught out in sowing the crops and the weather. Um, he buys a tractor that's far too big for the job. Um, no, you know, it's just hilariously funny. The hens won't lay the way they expected. Um, he opens a farm shop and instead of, you know, he wasn't sure many people would turn up. And um, uh, absolutely crowds of people have turned up to this farm shop. Um, problem with the potatoes starting to go all rotten because they couldn't get the shop built in time. Oh, I mean, it's one thing after another. And then there's this dour farm accountant, business manager or, you know, business advisor who's basically telling them, you can't do that, Jeremy. It's not possible. And it's it's the counterplay between the people who know what they're doing and Jeremy, who's coming in like a bull in a Chinese shop, that's really, really funny. Uh, I, 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 Anyone would have roaring laughing at it now, to tell you the truth. But the interesting thing is, it's absolutely bang on when it comes to the farming side of it as well. Amazing. I shall have a look at that, Mairead Lavery. Thank you so much for coming on. Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.